0: Bourbon and Brothers
1: Podcast Hello and welcome in to another episode of the Bourbon and Brothers Podcast. <laughs> in case you could I'm tell, not gonna sit close host. to the mic. I'm not gonna sit close
2: to <laughs> the mic.
1: It's possible that I sat close to the mic. Uh, I'm Andrew Hofkamp, one of your hosts for this evening, and you know it's a good episode when I come on with a stupid intro that makes them immediately start laughing from it, uh, which means two things. One, uh, where's Flynn? And two, are they already drunk? The answer to that one is no, not really, but uh, we'll get there for you. Uh, Anyway, I'm here with my fellow co-hosts,
2: Kevin Reynolds. If you're wondering if Flynn... It's going to be a beautiful, beautiful evening. So obviously, I'm quite happy to be here.
1: It turns dark. Uh, I'm also here with <laughs> Jacob Pretty, who will hopefully uh, liven things up. This will to be a lot of pressure boom. to put on him,
2: though.
0: Boom Shakalaka! Um, what yeah, a weird thing geez. to
2: say. Okay, I, fine. He's not. He has a sinus uh, infection. He has a sinus infection. Uh, just can't so talk. I,
1: I was listening to our episode last week, and uh, I thought it was magnificent. I think we are downright hilarious people. Uh, And fun fact, I also had a bit of a sinus infection, so I don't know what Flynn's deal is. Yeah. Okay. Let's also talk about
0: everyone. Every one of us have gone has recorded an episode whilst being sick. Um, Actually, not not to point this out, but most of us have recorded an episode while having COVID. So, (laughs) you know, uh, I don't know why this sinus infection has made has rendered Flynn unable to record, but.
2: Uh, just a spoiler out. alert: He also didn't come to work today. So okay, um, fine. Um, I, I am what, uh, the, I am the, the, really
1: it, really questioning his dedication to Sparkle
2: Motion. <laughs> my, my guess is he's just tired, um, but he thought I can't not go to work and then do the podcast. Um, he's probably caught up on Moon Knight, which is really frustrating because that's what I'm hoping to do later <laughs> after <laughs> so the podcast. Today's episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what I want to do. So can we get started so that we can end this
1: thing and I can go watch Moon Knight We can, we can. Um First, follow us on our Instagrams and twitters. Uh, it's at Airbnb. We also have a Patreon page. I believe that is Spotify also Patreon too. slash Airbnb. Yep. Yeah, we Spotify you can listen playlist. to us on well, Spotify.
0: But the playlist is important. That's a new thing that we're apparently doing now.
1: Oh, and also follow Flynn's playlists. Really, all of our playlists. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> Good one. I got some playlists, too. I'm sure Pretty has some of, like, original work playlists. Um, I'll fix this later. <laughs> <laughs> Just talk about bourbon now. Yeah. Uh, we're drinking things. Uh, I am drinking today something that I, I thought was maybe more expensive. Um, I don't know why it was so uh, adequately priced, but it was uh, four rows a single barrel, which is not new or creative or anything amazing um but, but it it's is good. very good yeah. and it was sub 40 so wow that's a great deal i yeah i was and it didn't look like it was on sale so i was confused by everything like did craft bourbon price four roses down to where they make too much of it now i don't know what's going on um but it's a really quality pour and i've always enjoyed it so it
2: is being enjoyed again tonight kevin what are you drinking? I. um Seconds ago, took a first sip of something I've never had before. Oh. Our friend uh, Alan gave me for my birthday, which was a while ago, um, a, um, a little taster, two-ounce pour of Clomet uh, 15-year. Clomet um, which is, I think I'm saying that right, um, is, a, is about a $55, $60 bottle of the regular stuff, and it's very, very good. It's the bottle I gave to Huff Camp as a going away slash housewarming gift that he forgot about, um, for months. But, uh, this is that with 15 years in the barrel. And, um, it's, it's quite, quite good. Um, I get a lot of, um, I mean, just, it seems to be pretty high proof. I don't have the bottle in front of me. Um, but I really, really enjoy it. Uh, nose picks up a lot of Uh, Almost like caramely amber notes, and it's really, really fantastic stuff. Excited to finish it um, on the podcast. I'll go ahead and say when I'm done with this, because I only have about an ounce and a half of it, um, I'm going to move on to something uh, from something wonderful to something awful. Um, (laughs) uh, Las Vegas has started producing uh, a bourbon line called Smoke Wagon. and people seem to really like the uncut, unfiltered smoke wagon. I don't have that. I have the regular straight bourbon whiskey. It's the Christmas tree edition for those bourbon people who are listening. These were talked about as if they are unicorns. Like, these are things to go find. They're rare. They're allocated. Go get them when you see them. Um, and I think it's it's subpar at best. Um, I've been drinking on this bottle since about Christmas. I've got some left. It's the kind of thing where once you've had a delicious, wonderful bourbon like I'm drinking and you're going to have some more, it's okay to go to some lower quality stuff to to, to drink down your inventory. Um, this isn't the kind of thing I want to share with other people and save for that. So smoke wagon out of Las Vegas, not a, not a win in my book and not one I'd recommend. Um, they should stick to their thing. Let Kentucky stick to ours. Um, no shade at the uncut unfiltered. I haven't had that. But every other thing I've had from them, I've, I've not been crazy about. So And,
1: and Las Vegas' thing is going to be Formula One racing next year. So we're all excited for that. We'll have them stick to that.
2: Excellent. Excellent. Pretty,
1: what are you
0: drinking tonight? Uh, so, uh, you know, I moved up to New York. I'm up here in the Big Apple. Um, and I haven't got to venture out much to see what bourbons are out there. So I'm drinking the the bottles that I brought with me. Uh, so this is an oldie, recycling it, but it's great again. Uh I'm drinking the Old Forester 1920 Prohibition style. Comes in at a staggeringly, oh wow, that's a bit okay. Uh, 115 proof. <laughs> Whoops. Here I was like, oh man, I'm gonna do my lower proof bourbon because uh, I don't feel like drinking the 125. But this 115, very smooth. Um, Old Forester. Uh, y- the guys like to make fun of me because uh, I do drink it a lot, but I really do think it's probably one of the, in my opinion, best of the or best quality um, of the what some would call like mid to low tier bourbons, and um, uh, their prohibition style is is you know obviously better than that, and it's quite good. Um, I don't know. Again, uh, I like it. Um, I'm interested to try the Very Fine Whiskey, which is the 1910. So if anybody gets a hold of that, let me know. Cause very, very good stuff. Yeah, yeah, very, very good stuff. One. Anyways, Hofkamp, what yeah. are we doing I tonight? Know
1: we definitely give you a lot of grief for drinking Old Forrester, um, but it is good, like you said. So it's one of those, you can have your staples. I drink a ton of uh, Russell's Reserve Tenure. It's fine. I think we all have our good stuff. Um, now, if you were like this, Jim Beam all the time, white label, maybe we'd have some more words but you do you Uh, i did also so (laughs) i didn't get it because i have a tough time living in kentucky and being proud of kentucky purchasing non-kentucky whiskies Um, but there is a cooperstown like double day bourbon that is the fifth is in the shape of a baseball okay well that's awesome i know and i was like do i I think i have to get this yeah um and now that you're in new york i would be Thrilled if you got it to support local, quote unquote, because you are now a New Yorker and then told me that it was so good I had to get it um, because I I don't want to get this cool baseball bottle and hate the whiskey when I could have had what I got this time, which was four as a single barrel. So Mm -hmm. that's your new task is to find that baseball shaped bottle and let me give me permission to get it instead of Kentucky whiskey.
2: I want you to visit Fistful of Bourbon Distillery because um, <laughs> isn't that New York something or other? Uh, is Fistful get it done? Yes.
0: I think
1: that can, get yeah, it yeah
2: because it was
0: well, uh, the, the New York up fist. Here I believe
1: is what we called it.
0: Yes, that's right. That's <laughs> get right. it
1: done. Well, uh, we're going to do some stuff today, uh, and we're going to kick things off with uh, a, the newer segment of "We Made You a Mixtape." Uh, We'll follow that up with eight simple rules, which uh, for your listening pleasure turns into nine. You get the bonus Jonas because there's only three of us, Uh, and we'll see how quickly this goes. Maybe we're efficient without Flynn. Maybe we are a disaster without Flynn. Um, These things with three of us tend to go either super quickly or longer than ever uh, with not much in between. So if we have a little time, we might do a little something special, but...
2: In either case, we you know, our moral compass will be high um, <laughs> yep. oh, when well, he's absolutely. not here, there just will the be, highest of, of morality. We are,
1: we're always going to move north on the morality, but, uh, <laughs> yes.
0: a thousand but percent.
1: T- we don't always. We might move too quickly. We might move too slowly, but it'll be in the right direction. Uh, so, Kevin, uh, what are we what are we making a playlist for today?
2: Well, I'm excited today because uh, we took the opportunity, knowing that we were going to lose Flynn for the evening because of the sniffles, Um, and uh, we're going to take something that is obviously a big part of Pretty's life, Um, it's a big part of my life and was for a while, and and Huff Camp knows some stuff about it, too, and that's musical theater. Um, so we're, we're bringing in the world of Broadway. Um, you'll recall that our last mixtape was a workout playlist of Disney animated and Pixar animated um, songs. In this case, we are going to the the world of Broadway. We're going to Broadway. (laughs) To um, Broadway. The Waiting for Guffman (laughs) reference. Uh, And if you don't know that, uh, saddle up, because you're either just going to want to skip this next section of obscure musical theater references, (laughs) or you're really going to enjoy your next couple minutes. Um, You You also may find me to be like, your
1: voice in this segment. Where I, <laughs> yep. just, I, I appreciate it. I don't know a ton about it. I'll chime in with some fun stuff, and they yep. will make references that go over my head.
2: Yep, yep, yep. Or or under. Um, so uh, it's a rainy Tuesday in Kentucky uh, the day we're recording. And the, so it's a rainy idea Tuesday that, in New York. It's, it's a a weird because it's Wednesday in Louisville. Is it really? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it is Wednesday today, Kevin. <laughs> my whole my whole day just changed. <laughs> Tomorrow's Thursday. Okay, well, pretty um, was edit, so quick edit, to edit, jump on
1: board. Edit with that, that out dick. in post.
2: <laughs> just edit that out in post. Um, it's a rainy Wednesday here in the state of Kentucky in the Commonwealth, um, and it, and so too is that the case in Manhattan, New York, and uh, and so we're in a, a bit of a rainy mood. And so what we've done is we've put together. We're each going to give you four because um, we try to make these playlists at least twelve songs long. Um, as a recap of the rules, uh, we each have two cards to play as we typically do. One is a skip card, which means we find the suggestion so offensive that if we were listening to it on our own, we would skip it, meaning it will not be on the playlist. We cannot come to a consensus that that song deserves any merit in any way. Um, think like if someone were to try to put songs from Princess and the Frog on a workout playlist, that's the (laughs) level of offensive we're talking about. Um, Then we have a shuffle, a shuffle card, which is the, yes, I understand why you're putting that on this playlist, but you're doing it in the wrong spot. So it's a gentlemanly way to say, I hear you, I appreciate the suggestion, not now. You sit there and wait. And so when a shuffle card is played, the the host who puts up a song uh, doesn't lose their turn, they get to put up a different song. Um, Each one of us is one shuffle and one skip, since there's three of us, um... Uh, I'm totally fine if someone wants to take a shot of something nasty to gain an additional skip card. Um, uh, it's got to be a shuffle or a shuffle. A shuffle card's fine, um, so, but we'll just see what happens. Um, I'm sure you know. Pretty pretty is the the musical theater professional. I'm the musical theater enthusiast. Hofcamp is the musical theater uh, consumer um, on occasion, and so we'll see what we come up with. But the order is going to be. Um, uh, in reverse of what I just said in terms of, of knowledge and professional interaction with musical theater. Hope camp's up first, I'm up this second. Is a disaster. Pretty's up third. What is the is a song for our playlist for a rainy day from Broadway?
0: Okay, I need to throw some quick caveats before okay. Hofkamp even starts. Just quick you quick yeah yeah. First you off, just let Hoffcamp... him start <laughs> yeah, hope can't keep this in mind. There's no uh, I mean, yeah, you can go through a full three act play, you know, like an emotional arc as a character would. Uh, or you can just be like, Oh, you know, here's just some great songs. Um, I am going to put this challenge to myself, because just in the time that Kevin was talking, I crafted up because I did no preparation for this, but I crafted up a list of about 40 songs. Yeah. So I got, I got like eight. Yeah, so if if I do say a song that neither of you knows at all or whatever, please feel free to be like, pretty, nobody knows that, and we won't even call that a skip or a shuffle necessarily. I I cannot. I don't want to get too obscure. (laughs) You are not going to compromise the integrity
2: of this playlist.
0: Unless you don't, unless you're not
1: yourself, or you put up your welcome instead of How Far I'll Go. That was compromise. That was offensive. That was really
2: offensive we maybe. We'll, we just, we'll just see how it goes. Hold Kevin, up. what's we'll the let first you know. song? What's the first song on this playlist? <laughs>
1: um, so I think sometimes on a rainy Monday, things are pretty doom and gloom. We've
0: like got Monday the rest now? of the
1: week. <laughs> this, is, this is Broadway tunes for a rainy Monday. That was oh, okay. Pretty's thing. Okay. Um, I don't, the Monday, to me... <laughs> Mattered a little bit, <laughs> but not okay. all of it. Okay. But it's a rainy Monday. You got the whole week ahead of you. You're pretty upset about that. This is a bad day. This is a gloomy day. All you really wanted to do was just stay in bed and extend the weekend by another day. But I'm here to tell you that it'll be okay, that everything's all right. From Jesus Christ Superstar. From Jesus Christ just Superstar. kick things off.
0: Wait, this is an important, serious question. Kevin, oh, yeah. are we <laughs> keeping the same rule as before? Where you I think we need- should.
2: I think you should keep
1: the same rules before. You can only put up one one song
2: from the from a musical. Um, Yes, which album?
0: Which which cast are we talking?
2: It it doesn't matter, but I hear you. I I hear you, but yes, it's all casts. Um, (laughs) I do think there has to have been a stage production of this show in order for it to count. Um, Sure. I think that is only fair, because there are movie musicals that have not made it to the stage yet. And yeah, I really wanted to put person.
1: Greatest Showman stuff on here, but obviously, I, did, I thought that was not it's, allowed. Is it
0: off-Broadway yet?
1: Is, there,
2: is
0: it mean, on Broadway? I thought it was just not. a movie. Uh, he no, it, was it, on Broadway. Saw him in uh, uh, Music Man. He's quite good.
2: No, but they're, doing, they're making a stage production of, of um, Greatest, Greatest Showman, aren't they? Showman. Well, they should. It, I'm, I'm surprised very, it wasn't 1st like very was, confident. That Mm -hmm. they are,
0: sure. I Uh, would think someone's
2: doing that off Broadway to test and play around. I don't know, but okay, that wouldn't count because it's not there yet. Everything's all right is fine with me. Pretty, um, when I met Jacob Pretty, uh, he was in a high school production of Jesus Christ Superstar. He (laughs) had the hugest favorite musical. (laughs) He had the hugest head anyone could ever see, and he had big old hair. And he was playing um, King Herod and he and he does this song uh if you were the Christ you're the great Jesus Christ and he's strutting across the stage like he's me and he jumps <laughs> down and he starts actually playing the piano moving away from the person who was playing the show and starts playing it himself and i was like this is this little prick is impressive um that he could do all this stuff but, man, I I am sure he is the most arrogant. Um, <laughs> I'm the best music, musical theater guy in this group ever. Um, and years later, he went to college, and we were not there at the same time. And I got a That's text. That's a good
0: thing. That's probably a great thing. Devin yeah. had
2: long graduated. And I got a text from somebody and was like, there's someone so much like you who's at NKU now. <laughs> it was Jacob Pretty. Um, so I just have to say, uh, he and Jesus Christ Superstar always have a little special place in my heart. Because um, that was the first time I ever saw that live. And I'll never forget it. Pretty, are you shuffling? Um, I don't,
0: no, I'm trying to think what
1: song you feel more passionate about on this.
0: In Jesus Christ Superstar, so many. <laughs> so I do many. love Everything's Alright. I, I love, it, I love the
1: musical as well. It's not in my top five
0: of the songs of the show, though. It's like number that's, six. That's fine. We're talking about it for a rainy Monday, though. Yeah. Honestly, I would have put Gethsemane here instead, but that's fine. I, I actually really do like Everything's, it, right Everything's All Right. I think Everything's All Right. First off, I listened to it after
1: a heart-crushing Penguins uh quick exit from the playoffs last year. And it didn't make me feel great. It made me feel a little bit better, actually. Do you listen to Sarah
0: Bareilles sing it? Oh yeah, she's, she's phenomenal.
1: She's. Yeah. I think it was great. that version that I was pulling.
0: Yeah, no, I like it. But yeah, for rainy Monday,
1: I feel like that's. Yeah. I want. I want to be lifted, and she mm-hmm. and Sarah Bareilles telling me that it's all right lifts me.
2: Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, a couple of man, it's not a couple. It's many, many episodes now. Oh, oh, ago, I made a comment or a statement that I, um, I thought *In the Heights* had produced the greatest movie adaptation of a musical. Um, In the history of film And that was only going to be the case Until Dear Evan Hansen um, The movie came out And Oh my god was I wrong The Dear Evan Hansen film is atrocious Um, The first time I watched it I was on a plane And I fell asleep halfway through the show It was so bad Um, That notwithstanding Dear Evan Hansen the musical Is beautiful The the songs are incredible, and I guess in this moment of the playlist, um, to follow up on that everything's all right, I think it's a good transition to waving through a window. So picture yourself um, looking out the window and thinking about all the things you could be doing if it wasn't rainy and gloomy outside and and instead was a beautiful day. That's not necessarily the context of the song, but it definitely fits the mood of the playlist at this moment. So I'm going to put waving through a window here
0: um at 2. All right, I'm going to refrain from referencing numbers because saying that as track 2. Track two. Okay, sure, sure, sure. Um mm. you
2: agree god. with me, however, that the movie was really bad. I still haven't watched it. Oh god, it's so bad. Did it's you so, did so you bad. say
1: that In the Heights was one of was the worst movie adaptation?
2: No, greatest. Best. Greatest. Best. The best. And that was only going to be true Okay. Until Dear Evan Hansen came out, because Dear Evan Hansen was made to be something that could translate so well to the screen because of all the social media things that you could have done with it, and instead they just were so bad. It's so bad.
0: Yeah, uh, I don't like the show. I do like some of the tunes. Waving Through the Windows, or Waving Through the Window, Waving Through a Window is uh, one of them. Oh, man. Okay. All right. Yeah. 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 It can stay. I. I do enjoy that song.
2: Having like a visceral reaction right now.
0: Yeah. I you know. I know, how the, I know are... the
2: musical is overhyped, but I also think it's beautiful. Yeah. So I, I really don't know. do think that we that this maybe
1: was a terrible idea for Pretty to do, uh, because he's too involved with. Can I write it down? Broadway shows.
0: Yeah, you can the, write it down. Everything Pretty he was, does, he has what's too
1: strong track? an opinion on.
0: Yeah, okay, you all know, you know how you are, like, pretty, you don't hate anything. Um, I think you're going to see, I'm going to have some strong feelings coming up here. Okay. Well, um, this is now tough, um, because there are so many options. I was hoping, I just want to point out, neither of what you all have presented is on my list of 40. Um i'm
2: not really surprised by that so far yeah given your reactions to the first two yeah you were holding on to your cards hard for some reason um, i don't know
0: why i'm probably fine. gonna spend <laughs> them next round okay um <laughs> i'm gonna throw
1: mine out very arbitrarily and it's gonna make someone real mad
0: <laughs> probably me yep <laughs> not even probably definitely me okay uh you're probably gonna see a lot of steven sondheim creep up into my list um So I'm going to throw uh, a song that just always gets me right in my feels, makes me tear up. Uh, Rest in peace, Mr. Stephen Sondheim. Brought a lot of great musicals into the world. One of the best being Into the Woods. I am putting in No One Is Alone from Into the Woods.
2: I have an Into the Woods song on mine, too, and it's not that song. What did you put on? I don't want to say because I'm thinking about shuffling this song out of (laughs) here. Okay. I mean, I I like it. It does follow those first two songs really well. So I hear you. I think about the like, so my pool is opening next week. And I was saying today to, to somebody that... That, <laughs> that like, seems
1: early. It's going to be 35 rain. degrees this weekend.
2: <laughs> well, it's it's just because you have to schedule those things when those people are available to do. Um, I'm not going to use it next week, but it's, it's going <laughs> the opening process chemically starts next week. And I, I was just saying to somebody today that like I'm going to hate... Rainy days this summer because they're going to mean no pool day. Um, we, one of the reasons we bought this house was so we would have the pool and outside days. So Agony is what's on my list because it's my favorite song from that show. It's hysterical. Um, I've performed it in many a review uh, and enjoyed it. But uh, Agony is what I thought I would talk about for a rainy day. But no one is, no one is alone as good here. It's, it's the right way to follow those two.
0: Cool, Hove Camp. Do you even know that song? No,
2: I don't. I haven't known either of the
1: songs you put on. I've seen <laughs> the movie Into the Woods, but I only put it, one song on when I was. Yeah, but Kevin put a song on too. Uh,
0: Actually, we saw that movie together, Hove Camp.
1: Yes, I don't. I've seen it once. I remember none of the songs I've seen. Um, the movies. Like, almost we perfect. saw the Book of Mormon together, and I basically remember none of those songs. So as yeah, I'm going right. through, I was like, "Oh, I've seen. I don't. I remember enjoying the show. I don't remember the music." I remember – oh, I don't remember the music from Into the Woods. I don't remember the music for like half the TV musicals I've seen. Um, So it got a little bit tricky because I don't regularly listen to a lot of Broadway shows. But the ones I do like – I. Know pretty well because I listen to them fairly regularly. So I didn't.
2: I didn't hmm. love the movie adaptation there, but I will say it's not the most offensive uh, James Corden performance in a movie <laughs> adaptation of a musical. <laughs> I Dude, say. I haven't even watched Cats. <laughs> I got through eight minutes of Cats. Um, I can't. <laughs> it's so so offensive. Uh, Hove. All what right. is? What's the fourth song on our list? Yeah. Great. Um,
0: I'm going to choose
2: rings? to be.
0: What's that? Flynn's not here, so nobody hates Wicked right now.
1: That's fine. True, um, but I went, I scrolled through Wicked because um, I do very much enjoy listening to that soundtrack, and I was like, I don't know if any of these are speak to me for a rainy Monday. So mm, if you guys like a it, song, I love There Wicked. is a
2: song where she sings it under a bridge while it's raining. Um, so there is one that fits really, really well, but well, you go see, on. But that's, we're not under a bridge anyway. Um,
1: okay. <laughs> so that's – I'm sorry. The bridge thing threw me off. <laughs> Um, But I'm going to choose to have a slightly more positive approach, maybe, uh, to my songs. And I think that one of the things we should be doing is if everything's all right, we need to be always looking on the bright side of life as well. So it might be raining, but there's good things to come with rain. Uh, There's better days ahead. Always look on the bright side of life from Spamalot.
0: Life's a piece of... When you look at it. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I I love that. Hope you. <laughs> I'm I'm very impressed. Good job. Good for you. I didn't even think that. Yeah, I'm putting that on my list because that's that's great. Well, it's, it's I was in that show. List. I was a Finnish yep. mayor in that show. I thought about putting Finland
1: on here, but I really couldn't justify no. that. No. <laughs> no.
0: Cat was pretty. Mentioned.
1: Also had a bowl cut for the show. It should be mentioned. Oh, it's an important God. detail to the story.
0: Nope, nope, nope. We don't need to bring up that time ever. <laughs>
2: That was the worst. Um, I have exactly one song on my list that uh, has the word rain in it. I'm pretty sure Pretty has nine. Um, (laughs) Yep, I do. But I have one. And Mm -hmm. um, I think time for us to acknowledge rain on our rainy day playlist. So (laughs) I will choose Don't Rain on My Parade from Funny Girl.
0: (laughs) Da, 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 it does continue to hype.
2: Sitting, you know, it continues to hype up opportunity in the middle of the playlist. It works here. Um Barbara is Barbara. So I think I think it's, it's true. I think it belongs here. Yeah.
0: What is that uh, from? Funny, funny girl.
1: girl. Oh, obviously. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, I'm like, never heard it's of it? It's clearly testing uh, you guys. It actually it actually um the the they revived it, and it's on Broadway right now, um, yeah. starring Beanie Feldstein.
2: Did the – did the you know this more than me. Did the movie come out before the Broadway show hit theaters?
0: Funny Girl the film? Yeah. The one – no. the It was Broadway show. Then they made the movie with Barbara because they actually wrote two songs for the movie that are yeah. not part of the actual show.
2: Okay. I thought that was yeah. true but needed some confirmation. That's yeah. at five. You got an issue with it? Absolutely not. That's on. So.
0: That's the second song on my list. So good job, Kevin.
2: Listen, I just want to acknowledge. Without Flynn, this is just an amicable group. Um, I think he's really <laughs> the toxic nature of our whole. Well, podcast. he did. He did say
1: the first time that we did this that this was about finding just like a like no one's civility. gonna get mad civility, yeah. just a, creating a good playlist, and then we made him really mad. Uh, and so we removed the, the problem, and now no we one's did. mad, and we're making a great playlist we did. that apparently has good songs on it. I only Thanks. know a couple of them. sinuses. All right, let's move on.
0: Yep, yep. Uh, okay, um, how many songs are we putting up total?
1: 12. Uh, we will each 12? put up four. It'll get to 12.
0: Okay, great, 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 great. Um, I'm going to do a song that actually, um, if you flip-flop the order— and put my song before Kevin's, they have a beautiful, seamless transition. I'm putting Maybe This Time from Cabaret.
2: That's a great song. That is a great song. And I have a also, hard time doing
1: any card using on this.
0: <laughs> I, I will I will say this song, Kevin, also was potentially applying for my uh musical moment in a non musical when mm-hmm. Stevie sings it in mm-hmm. uh Shits Creek.
2: Shits mm-hmm. Creek. It's amazing. I
0: love it.
2: I um is it is it this song? Yeah. So, Glee, right? Super problematic. Um, Kristen Chenoweth, super overrated. But Kristen <laughs> Chenoweth sings, I think it's a mashup of Maybe This Time and um, One Less Bell to Answer with uh, Matthew a Morrison. House is Not a Home. A house, yeah. a, a house is Not a Home. And it's beautiful. I mean, mm-hmm. the... That mashup is really well done. Glee did Dude, mashups Glee, too much. Glee had but,
0: some great mashups,
2: but they did—they did that one. It, it's beautiful. Um, so if you're a, if you're a Gleek, um go back and listen to that one. Um, maybe this time, in that mashup is just awesome. Yeah. Uh,
0: all right, cool. I'm guessing that's standing because Hovecamp's not shuffling or skipping.
1: Yes. <laughs> if you guys put up a song that I recognize, or it's from a musical that I've seen and I have one on my list. I will do something about it. If you keep putting up stuff from things I haven't seen or songs I don't know, I'm just going to probably let you guys figure it out amongst yourselves what should Wonderful. have gone on that playlist.
0: Well, this nobody's going to use any of their cards. This yeah, is I was easy.
1: wondering if I was going to use any of my cards. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I was also wondering if you guys were just going to use all of your cards against me because I
2: was putting up stupid stuff. I but, think Pretty's going to regret like, not using them on one and two. Um, probably.
1: Um, can but, you guys, okay. you know what, just just so that, you know, obviously I know, but maybe not all of our listeners do, like what kind of tempo are we at with those songs five and six? Where's the, what, so what level are we at here?
0: Maybe this time is We're like picking a boom, boom, maybe this time, I'll be lucky, and it ends with this maybe big, this maybe this time, oh, I'll and then you can go right into Don't Rain be- on My Parade, don't tell me not to, to live. Just, just sit and Yeah. So that was good. <laughs> <call Fingernail> that was amazing, Kevin.
2: If you ever, think, yeah, well, you choose did weird walls. times to play your piano and not play your piano, that was a weird time not to play your piano. I,
0: I don't have my piano <laughs> up here. I've got this tiny keyboard that only makes sounds on the computer and it doesn't make sounds. In life, whatever. Hokey, what's number? What's I, the seven? I also track realized as
1: soon as I asked that I was asking a musical person what kind of tempo we were at, expecting it to just to be, like the answer to be like upbeat, slower. Uh, and got, you want a number all of that? We're approximately <laughs> at one
0: thirty six BPM.
1: <laughs> no, no. I, I just, in my mind there were only two it. answers. It was kind of quick or slower, like somewhere on that. I'm, spectrum. I made it quite and quick. It went,
0: he,
2: he slowed it down.
1: And it went into... Yeah, but if we flip-flop them... Yeah, but just, we I, I'm glad that our listeners got to experience that. Um, What's seven? Though? Oh,
0: hell, I don't know.
1: I'm just going to stick to what I said. I don't know how strongly yeah, I feel keep, about it. You keep
0: bringing all the like hype moments, so that's why I'm bringing all so, the downers. I wouldn't say we're, it's a hype moment,
1: out. but again, if everything's all right, we're always looking on the bright side of life. We need to be reminded <laughs> I like this of our favorite things. <laughs> So Vito. my favorite thing. Uh, skip,
0: <laughs> <laughs> skip, skip. God, Camp. What, okay.
2: The story was seamless. It was. It was great, and I appreciate it. And I love Julie Andrews. And I don't like sound of music. I I don't. Also, like...
0: why do people call that a Christmas song? It's absolutely not. It's, it's not stooped. a Christmas uh, song.
2: Something though. about presents. She says. Sure. Oh, presents. God. I, I listened to a beautiful. Um, version of edelweiss on uh spotify the other day because it came up after i was listening to something else it was like spotify was like you might like this too and spotify was right um it's actually the only time i've liked edelweiss but anyway um i skipped that one i'm up next (laughs) i am gonna keep the songs in the rain theme going without a rain song um This is obscure, and I really tried not to do too many obscures for the non-musical loving people, but there's a show called Closer Than Ever, and my audition song for years was a song called What Am I Doing, and it's a song about this peeping Tom kid who gets caught up on the roof in the rain um, trying to look at this woman through her window, Um, and it's hysterical. The song is hysterical. you know what am i doing up on the roof what am i doing out in the rain it's so funny um and there's impressions that you can that happen in the song of the his father and her father down the lawn and it's just really good so that's what i would put here it works really well after after don't rain on my parade more than maybe this time maybe we should flip those but closer than ever uh, I would put what am I doing? I'm closer to never.
0: Throwing in a Maltby and Shire show. I'm very impressed. Should have picked you. Doors. Uh I'm skipping. the so doors no. is beautiful. I'm I'm skipping what am I doing, sorry. That's rude. Yeah, but it okay. was rude
1: when you skipped sound of
2: music to put up an obscure thing too, but here we are. I will feel vindicated if one musical theater fan. Who listens to this podcast <laughs> sends me a note privately that's like, I think you were right. I'd be fine. That would be vindicating in this moment. <laughs> Pretty's up. What's number? What's track seven.
0: Track seven. Uh, we're gonna get some. Uh, gonna slow it down a little bit more. I'm going with the hit Broadway musical Hamilton, and we're doing Dear Theodosia. Mm. Go ahead, Kevin. Shuffle it. It's about a father son. It's about a, a parent and child. Go you ahead, don't think have to. I know that. You don't, don't
1: think I'm going to skip it? <laughs> <laughs> are you
2: kidding me? No, dude. I rocked. I rocked Sam to sleep many a time when he was an infant. To that song, I love the song. I don't love it on this playlist, so I'm going to skip it. skipped. We had three skips in a row just now.
0: All right, back to Hove Camp. Okay, still number seven. <laughs> Can't be any of those, and those are well, off the list permanently, right? Yes, they are. Okay.
1: Those on. were aggressive okay. maneuvers we put on. We have very strong opinions about what should be number seven. Apparently. Um, <laughs> the, it so the order
0: doesn't – My story
1: was, is kind of over. The, the mood has changed <laughs> completely. I don't even know what's happening anymore. But uh, what do you – one of the things you do on a rainy Sunday is you get online and you just – I don't know. You get lost in Reddit or you are streaming stuff, which involves the internet – but we need to figure out and be reminded of what the internet is actually for. And the internet is for porn. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and that's my number seven. Bringing in Avenue Q?
0: Yeah, hell yeah. There's a this better is, song this, from this, Avenue Q. but that this is, is, is
2: not great. the song from Avenue Q to bring in. This is, there's, first of all... We're making a mixtape,
0: and there's a song it's magical.
2: I think on this Avenue is magical. Q
1: called "We Made." I Made a Mixtape. Like, this. Yeah, but is that for a rainy Monday, or is that a
2: mixtape yes. for other things? Great song. <laughs> the internet is really, 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 really great for porn. Um, children listen to this show. This is a children's yeah, show. We don't, ha- we don't have to
1: elaborate. I just think it should be here.
2: Shuffle. <laughs>
0: All right. Oak Pick Camp. a different song. <laughs> what you got next? <laughs> God, the, also, the, the college song from Avenue Q. Yeah, I love that That's song. A
2: great one. That, it's on my list. I will. I, I, I will do the Hamilton
1: song that I would prefer on this because with every rainy Monday, you want it. You want to just get to the next one. You just got to get to the next day. You got to get to the next sun. You got to just wait for it. Okay.
0: Wait for, <laughs> it, wait for it. Wait for it. I am the one thing in life I can control.
1: And it's just an uplifting thing when the weather you can't control. I love it. Is happening. Pretty? Around you. Yeah.
0: I'll, I'll let wait for it, stand. That's fine. Um, I'm also thinking Hovecamp's running out of his list. So no, if I no, shuffle no. Him, you guys can shuffle gonna, me some more.
2: I've got other songs. to be
0: like, um, I don't know. All the uh, skips
2: are gone, so songs can come back. Um, yeah, that's true. Uh, okay. Um, I'm looking out the window, and I'm thinking about, on a rainy day, uh, I wish my life was different. Uh, I wish something was different about my life. Some, I wish I was someplace sunny and warm, uh, like something like Santa Fe. Uh, so I'm choosing oh. Santa Fe from the Newsies. Yeah, dude. Um, it's a beautiful song, even when sung by. Christian, Christian Bale. Bale in the movie. <laughs> um, uh,
0: Dude, he's got a crazy awesome cowboy dance break in that
2: one. <laughs> he does. He d- actually, Newsies, the film. Uh, and Kevin was, knows something
1: about cowboy dance breaks.
2: I know something about Christian Bale. I <laughs> met him at a party one time, remember? I, I was followed there him you bar. didn't meet him. <laughs> I met a guy that looked a lot like him. I followed that him around for nothing an hour. Like him. He was very annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> I can him. He needed to go return some videotapes. <laughs> It's like stop it, man. Uh, I'm gonna post that picture of me and from Bale on the uh, on the Instagram. Um, but Santa Fe from Newsies is track eight.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's great, great. It's a banger. Ends on a high note.
2: It's not actually my favorite song from the musical, but it fits this.
0: No, King of New York better be your favorite song. Yeah, from it the is. Musical. Yeah, King of New York's my favorite yeah. song.
2: Um, if I were ever to come out of retirement and direct a musical, <laughs> retirement. That's what, I would, that's what I would direct.
0: Hold on. Kevin, you came out of retirement and were in Godspell that I music I've come out of retirement three Warner. times.
2: Uh, I came out for uh, Xanadu. Um, yep. And then I came out for Godspell. Yep. Um, and then I came out for a, a student-directed and written show the following year, and I said, enough. Uh, after that, um, it, it was— My performing days are behind me. Yeah, uh, Enough. But
1: um, there's just not many roles for someone that old at college productions anymore.
2: Well, that was, that was why I was in Xanadu. Is this student comes up to me and is like, I need someone to play the old guy. Can you be Danny in Xanadu? And I was just like, well, that's the most offensive thing I've ever heard. I was like 27 <laughs> at the time. Um, but that was a lot of fun. Xanadu's a lot of fun. It was like fun. 15 years ago? Go ahead. Yeah. Okay.
0: All right. Pretty. Back to me. Track yep. nine. Track nine. Oh my gosh, there's so many on here that aren't going to make it, but it's fine. Okay, it's got to it be on 40, here.
1: You made 40 songs <laughs> for 12-song playlists. Yeah, even if we were picking only songs from that, there would be a bunch that didn't make it.
0: I should have just sent you on my list and had you all pick from it. Anyways, um, okay. i offended by nope. that. Here we go, here we go. I am too. Uh, a song that mentions rain in the title. Classic, beautiful, somewhere over the rainbow. I'm in. That song just brings a little tear to your eye. Uh,
2: my mother sang it to me when I was a babe, and I sing it to my son who is who is baby. Um, and it's beautiful. It's what my mother and I danced to uh, um, on my wedding day. So I, I will do nothing about it here. She sang it to me the whole time. It stands then. It's yeah, a beautiful no, song. It's fine. Uh, maybe I'll shuffle one of your olds later.
1: So. I think that it's time for me to combine all of the things that, maybe you guys were expecting me to do this from the get-go, but we don't have a Disney Broadway song on here yet, and I feel like it's time for me to bring in Endless Night from The Lion King, because that's how rainy Mondays can feel. Mm. Endless.
2: A really respectable song to choose.
0: Absolutely. I had that and one other song from the Aladdin Broadway musical that was on my list. That rainy would have offended Mondays.
1: me. <laughs> yeah, I'm not oh, out okay. here to offend people. Um, I'm out here to make the Lion King a part of your rainy Monday because that's going to make it better. Endless,
0: it night. Endless, Endless Night. Endless Night. Yeah. Where has the starlight gone?
2: Uh, it's me.
1: Pretty, you were about to shuffle it.
0: Yeah, because I'm thinking this is number 10. So, yeah. You, I'm just
1: going to tell you right now, if you shuffle it, it's still to me, and I'm putting up yeah. Internet is for Porn again. <laughs>
0: oh, God. Oh, God. Okay, yeah, no, never mind, never mind. I'd rather Endless Night. Endless Night. Jeezel oh, Pete's. Good Lord. Okay, that's all right. Yep, Endless Night.
2: Pretty, are you interested in a trade of the last <laughs> goes, pick for Kevin. the
0: 11th track? Kevin, We're... yes, as long as we can also swap six and five and make, maybe this time going to Don't Rain on My Parade. I'm in. Great, cool. Then yes, absolutely. All right, so it's my pick then. Now, it's your pick because I want I want song twelve. Totally fine. Uh, I am choosing the beautiful uh, song um, from another little Steven Sondheim action. I've got a lot of Steven Sondheim's. Not going to give them all shout outs. Um, some, uh, anyways, um, I'm going to pick somewhere from West Side Story.
2: Have you seen that film yet?
0: Yes, I absolutely loved
2: it. It was Thought incredibly it was well amazing. done. It's not. It's. It feels to me like the newsies in the sense that I'm watching what I feel like is a stage production on film differently than um, In the Heights felt like its own adaptation that was perfect. So yeah. it's not better than In the Heights, but it is wonderful.
0: Yeah. Well, I feel like with, with this filmed thing, Spielberg was almost going for an ode slash adaptation of the film rather than trying to do his own thing. Yes. Anyways, Hove Camp, doing anything? You gotta, Hove Camp, you gotta watch the new West Side Story if you haven't yet. It's on Disney Plus. There's no reason not to. I'm sure there is. I don't feel it, like it. There is no reason <laughs> not to. It is so good. I believe you. Um, you also gotta watch Schmigadoon, which I told you. I about actually didn't to do that,
1: but I don't think, I think we're out of Apple Plus time. So. That
0: was the whole reason why everyone's supposed to get it. So you watch Schmigadoon. and yeah, you get it Ted for Ted Lasso. Lasso. And Schmigadoon and, and I might get it.
1: I don't know which – I have no idea what code is. Kevin, I think you're supposed to close this out. Are you texting? I'm sorry. Is no, something I more was, important right now? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: I was checking to make sure that this uh, counts. Um, sure, it counts. So this, this song that I would love to put here is um, is Louder Than Words from Tick Tick Boom. It's gorgeous, and I have, I'm just so in love with it right now. But it's not – it doesn't count. Um, but it doesn't
0: count. It's called Why? It,
2: well, it's not what I'm putting here. Um, I want to put it here, but when I asked to switch, it's because the best way to end a rainy day playlist is what should happen at the end of the rainy day, and that's that the sun comes out. Um, so, in a super embarrassing way, um, I'm referencing the movie, ha- the show Hair, um, oh, God. with Let the Sunshine In. Um, oh my God. From Hair.
0: Kevin, I was I thought you were gonna put up the sun will come out tomorrow, and I was gonna punch you through the screen. I was going to punch you through from the Annie? screen. <laughs> yes, no. You started talking it, about sun, and I'm like, oh my no, god. No, it was between that song it was between <laughs> "Let the
2: Sunshine" and "Oh What a Beautiful Morning" from Oklahoma. Um, but "Let the Sunshine In" from Harris is a great uplifting way to end the the playlist. You I know can't what? Do, do the Oklahoma one. I'm gonna shuffle it. Okay, (laughs) the sun will come out tomorrow. Uh, No, I'm sorry.
1: (laughs) I'm fine. I'm 100% fine with making Pretty Mad at the end of this as well.
2: (laughs) No, Oh, What a Beautiful Morning from Oklahoma is uh, is the right one. Okay, and and pretty, I assume you're not going to take a shot to keep that off the list? I haven't used my shuffle. Okay. Yes, you have. Are you going to shuffle so I have to add a third song? No. Oh, no, no, you didn't, yeah. So here's our here's our playlist um, for a rainy Monday. Oh, man, I actually um,
1: typed it all out and everything, too. I was being so go, proactive.
2: Go for it. No, no, no. You do you. All right. Um, in adjusted uh, dealt order, uh, Everything's All Right from Jesus Christ Superstar is track one. Waving Through a Window from Dear Evan Hansen is followed by No One is Alone from Into the Woods. On the Bright Side from Spamalot is followed by Maybe This Time from Cabaret. Uh, song six on the playlist is Don't Rain on My Parade from Funny Girl, followed by Wait For It from Hamilton, Santa Fe from Newsies at eight, Somewhere Over the Rainbow from The Wizard of Oz at nine, Endless Nights from Lion King, um, Somewhere from West Side Story, and then Oh What a Beautiful Morning from OKLAHAOMA, Oklahoma is number 12. That's that,
0: actually, that's a I, I'm proud of us. That's I'm, I'm, I'm
2: actually kind of proud of us too. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Um, I'm not sure how many of you out there are laughing during this comedy podcast, doing this playlist in particular, but I feel like we've not compromised the integrity of what this exercise was designed to do. We've done a really, really good job. Pretty. Tell us what we're doing next. One, two, three,
0: four, five, six, seven, eight. Simple rules. All right. So, next. So, uh, recently, um, I have done significantly, uh, more airline travel. Uh, I would actually venture to say of the four of us, I probably have done the most airline travel, maybe even more than the three of you combined just for various jobs and and gigs that I've worked and flying here and there and stuff. It's possible Um, you've flown
1: more in the last month than I have in my life. Well, there you go. That solidifies (laughs) it.
0: Um, and uh, so, you know, uh, obviously there's, you know, been a pandemic and I've flown a couple times since then. Um, and I, I thought I was sh- hopeful. I was hopeful for all of humanity's sake. I was like, you know what? Maybe when uh, we start, f- like people start flying in mass again, people will be nicer. They're going to break some really bad habits that just make humans seem like awful people. And um, nothing, I've accumulated... Uh, on my social medias um, a, a documentary series um, documenting the times that people have uh, done something that is egregious or annoying or just purely like you you've
1: accumulated a documentary series no it's fine it's fine he's doing great
2: okay I just okay
0: I try to I try to sound very he speaks uh, in
2: music notes oh, let him let him this is not his medium
0: it's not. I try to sound very uh, knowledgeable, uh, like uh, Dr. Kevin here, and um, instead I'm just uh, not. Anyways, uh, we're doing an eight simple rules for airline travel. Um, Any type of airline travel, uh, but we are talking anytime you or your family or your friends, whatever, you're flying from one place to another via mode of airplane through the air. Eight simple rules of airline travel this is actually nine bonus jonas as HovCamp camp calls it um what is that reference i don't uh, get it i, I don't so, get it either <laughs> it
1: is it is something that quarantine has uh so anytime we like get chicken tenders from like Joel's or louis and we're like oh i'll take three and they get you get four she's always referred to it as a bonus jonas and i looked at her and i was like what is that it sounds like it's just a new jonas brother and she goes yes there's another jonas brother that was like not in the band and he is a bonus jonas Uh, Is that like when we found out (laughs) Elizabeth Olsen existed way later than the Olsen twins?
0: (laughs) Probably, probably.
1: She's a—I don't know how you—I don't know what rhymes with Olsen that works as well as bonus Jonas. But yeah, basically, same thing.
0: Fair. Uh, So uh, this one doesn't require much reminding. Uh, We pretty much just each present a rule or something to that effect. Um, I am uh, setting the order, um, and I'm setting it based on— airline uh, what your sky mile status would be <laughs> huh. All right. uh, and I, I think just based on the last month I've just edged Kevin out I haven't hit uh, gold or platinum status yet but I'm almost to silver are you so, loyal
2: to a specific airline or are you just willy nilly uh,
0: I mean I've got like four different frequent flyer accounts oh so no you're not but no there is one airline what's your known name.
2: traveler number are you- <laughs>
0: Do are you, really you loyal want it? to I actually your,
1: have you a your no? partner. I mean I've got like four different partners, <laughs> but, so no, no that's not how loyalty works pretty.
0: No, I'm not going I'm not going to endorse any specific airline cuz I uh you know, I don't want any of this information to incriminate me, but there is one um that starts with a D and ends with an A that I find most enjoyable and more enjoyable than other ones. I'll
2: say it. I'm loyal to Delta and I'm the problem is I'm married to a freaking Southwest person and See, it's Kat incredibly and I chose difficult. to do that.
0: We chose to to split the loyalty, and I would focus Delta. She'd focus Southwest, and we figured we covered all the bases. Anyways, Hovecamp, what's your airline of choice?
1: Uh, I guess Southwest. But so let me just run through this with you guys. I flew to Washington D.C. as part of my eighth grade trip. Um, I flew to like Las Vegas with a family vacation when I was in high school. Uh, my freshman year of college, I went to Peru for spring break, and there were flights involved with that. And most recently, I flew to Baltimore as a training for a job that I had. Um, that Those are
2: my flights. Uh, I, I used to, and still am, have two jobs, one of which requires me to fly all over the country to ask rich people for money, and one asks me to fly all over the country to talk to college students about uh, prevention of sexual violence and leadership development, um, I did less of that during COVID, obviously, but I'm used to doing 40 flights a year. Pretty.
0: I'm about that. Uh, obviously, pre-COVID, I was flying uh, for the uh, the cruise line stuff that I used to. Uh, That's do. a boat. Right, but in order to get to the boats, <laughs> I'd have to fly to those locations. You choose to fly to those locations. Yeah.
1: Anyway, the point was to illustrate that it, I don't have Skyline miles. What's the order? Or airfare
2: miles or your first second host third.
0: Yeah, the order is me Kevin Hofkamp.
2: Okay. All right, what's the first rule? The first rule is Hof, you can write these down. I'm not going to write these down.
1: No, I don't want to do this one. I wanted to do the last one, but you just No, you're doing both then. If you want to be secretary, you're secretary.
0: The first rule is
1: You got the I pen. The worthy scribe.
2: All right, I
0: mean. <laughs> okay, the first rule is When the plane lands, do not get up immediately, pull your bag out and block the aisleway when Thirty rows ahead of you have to get out.
2: I love it. Sit in your stupid seat until we are docked. I mean seriously, because what happens is you get up and you want to get your bag down, Mm -hmm. and you then you stand there and your your butt is just leaning up against me, who is all often choosing aisle seat, and I'm windows all day. Well, I give the wife windows because I'm a generous uh, partner. And no. so... And then you put someone in between you two? Well, when it's no, not... Only when, so, when I don't have yeah.
0: to, I don't Delta, have to. Delta's like two-seaters, Hoke okay. Camp. Southwest is the three-seaters. Okay.
2: We're, we're pretty regional. Um, but <laughs> my, my issue is... is I'm just like when people have backpacks, they'll just whack you in the head as they mm-hmm, walk by mm-hmm, with them. Mm-hmm. It's really offensive. So I totally agree with this. That's And imagine that if imagine
1: if you're sure. Pretty's head. You're getting whacked even if people aren't doing that. And then people bring their yeah. luggage, you don't stand it's, a chance.
0: It's a huge,
2: yeah. huge head.
0: It's awful. All right. That's rule number one. Great. Thanks. Kevin.
2: I don't know how to explain rule two. Um it's not <laughs> just. It's not just. So here's what, how I want. What, here's what, how an how I, awesome,
1: <laughs> what an awesome way to present this rule explanation segment of the here's, podcast. Well, because here's how I want
2: here's what I want to say. Um what I want to say is you are permitted no wet or damp food on the plane. Like, if you go to the if you go to the whatever store and get a candy bar or a um Bag or you get a bag of peanuts or crackers or chips. I don't care. You're not, you're not doing anything wrong. If you get sushi, if you get a salad, if you get anything smelly, but it's not just smelly. It's like sandwiches aren't necessarily smelly, but they don't belong there. Pizza doesn't belong there. You, don't bring food on the plane that isn't prepackaged and dry is the, is the issue.
1: It's yeah. just rude to everybody. Period. Dry food. Dry foods only. You don't know how. You didn't know how to explain
2: that.
0: Yeah, dry foods only. They give you <laughs> snacks on. Three board. words. It took three words.
2: <laughs> it took me some time to get to what's the opposite of wet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so that's a riddle. <laughs> what's the opposite of wet?
1: What's a dry? synonym for like solid sustenance? Uh
0: <laughs> okay. 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 Okay, Kevin. Okay, Kevin. Okay. Okay, Kevin. Hove camp.
1: Hove. All right. So I just alluded to my extensive flight experience here. Um, yeah, I'm
0: very excited for this.
1: But one of the things that that I do suffer from is living very close to not just the airport in Louisville, but now my parents. So if they're going on flights and vacations, which they do quite often, uh, I pick them up and drive them. And it's very easy to do. I have a flexible job. How nice now. of you. Yeah, um, yeah, it's not hard. I don't mind doing it. Uh, so my airplane travel first rule is the one that I actually am most passionate about. And it's when you're picking people up from the airport, how you should drive when you do this. Um, circle the airport. This is not difficult. Airports are circles. They're designed for you to just constantly be able to drive in a circle. Pretty large circle with plenty of time for merging so that you are only stopping when people are loading into the car that is picking up. So what ends up happening 100% of the time is there's this row of idiots parked there forever for 15, 20 minutes because baggage got lost. The plane was late. They came from farther away, and they just sit there. So you block up the entire lane. So then people are double parking. So then if I pull into one spot, I get double parked in, even though I just pulled in, and now I can't get out. Because people and are blocking someone's me. yelling at you. So, yeah. <laughs> the whole That's thing good. is just, it, it's the worst thing ever. It's not hard. Um, I once picked up Friend of the Pod C's like from Charlotte's Airport from like 45 minutes away. Step um, Bourbon bro. Step Bourbon Brother C's like, And uh, I've never been to the Charlotte Airport. I had to drive 40 minutes to get there from where we were all at for, for this wedding we were going to. And I arrived about 10 minutes early. And I just drove around Charlotte's Airport like Eight to ten times, and yeah. it was fine, and that's everyone great. had a better experience. So circle the airport when you're picking up. It's what you're supposed to do, and it makes everyone's life easier.
0: Yeah. Absolutely, I, I think the other thing that's important to note is uh, a lot of people don't know this. I found out Cat didn't know this until I told her about it. Um, at one point, uh, she got to the flight or airport picking me up early, and she's like, uh, "And I, my bag was taking a while," and I said, "Hey, go park in the cell phone lot." Uh, a cell phone lot is a thing that you can park in when you are actively waiting to pick somebody up. I did not know that existed uh, either. Yes. Oh, it, it not every airport has it. Almost
2: every regional yeah. airport, and they definitely have one in Louisville. They definitely have one in, in Cincinnati. Okay. I know Which they she's short term in Northern Kentucky,
1: but I didn't know they had it. What, what would be described? No, you don't. It's yeah. You don't even you have park, to park.
2: You park and you wait for someone to use a cell phone to text your cell phone to say, "I am off the plane and passing baggage claim, ready to be picked up." It's a wonderful thing.
0: It's amazing. Hmm. I love it.
2: Pretty. What is number four?
0: Number four. This particularly applies to South Wild West, as I call it. Mm. But this also applies to uh, other airlines, too, because people don't really pay attention. Only line up at the gate when your boarding number is called. Nothing grinds my gears more than having to wade through a sea of people who are all huddled around the gate. And I'm not like one of those people who's like diamond class or, you know, like elite status, ultra member, you know, getting on first. But... I do, you know, I am very, uh, especially with Southwest, I will very promptly check in right away, so that way I can make sure I get a as high of a boarding priority as I can, uh, just because I like to be efficient, and nothing irritates me more than when these people are just blocking the gate, waiting for their boarding group to be called, and you're like, uh, excuse me, excuse me, trying to get through, sorry, pardon me, like, just having to push through people, I, oh.
2: So the best part about Delta is you have a seat. You don't ever have to worry about which boarding group am I in so I can get a better seat. You have a seat. Truth, truth. And when I travel for speaking gigs or whatever, I'm wearing the suit I'm going to speak in, so I'm carrying a backpack full of gym shorts and, you know, like some toiletries, and that's it. So... I don't need to get in line. I could be boarding group one, two, three, doesn't matter. I'm going to be one of the last people on the plane so that I'm one of the last people on the plane so I don't have to sit there and wait for everybody else to board and bother me. Um, So yeah, it makes no sense to stand in the way and wait for your boarding group to be called when you know it isn't going to be called for like 20 more minutes. Just sit down.
1: That happened actually most recently when I flew. We were flying Southwest and like I think we were all in... Late A, maybe B, like, kind of on the cusp there. And, like, as we're trying to line up, someone's like, oh, no, I'm in C. You're fine. And it's just like, why don't you just go sit the – sit down.
0: um, (laughs) That's called catching yourself when we get to
1: you. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, it's just not hard. The plane will not leave without you as long as you're standing around here. This
1: isn't, this isn't like uh, Meet the Parents where Greg is the only one left in the airport. And they're like, oh, please wait. Please sit down until your group is called. This is just you're making unnecessary traffic. Uh,
2: yeah, no, I'm with you.
0: Next, Kevin.
2: I'm writing that down
0: as do as you're told uh, on your boarding pass. You, no. <laughs> I would just write wait for your boarding group or... I don't know. Don't line up early. It really happens with South Wild West because everybody tries to, you know, get the best seat
2: or whatever. Um, Okay. Well, as was illustrated very early on in our podcast when we went on the I Hate you" rant about travel – um, I have lots of things to say about airports and was air it, it travel. Was, was that
1: an Eight Simple Rules thing too? It wasn't. It wasn't an Eight we, Simple we, Rules. We were just
2: yeah <laughs> I hate. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought Kevin it was, it was a, a it. segment
1: and we just ended with I hate you on everything. I don't know.
2: Yep. I don't um, remember the segment. I remember hating a lot of things though. So, but one that bothers me, that bothered me really recently um, is when you're in the airport and you're walking to your gate. Um, We all went to San X High School where we learned to walk with a purpose, right? You're trying to get where you need to go. You don't know necessarily whether or not the person behind you, in front of you, around you feels like they should be running to their gate because they're going to run late or whatever. People are anxious when they travel, whatever. Um, I often travel with other people, but most of the time I travel alone. And when I travel alone and I'm trying to get to my gate or get to where I need to go, and I can't get around you because your group of 13 spring breakers are walking six to seven people across through the airport, you are a problem. Um, the rule is when traveling in a group in an airport, you may walk two by two at most. Otherwise, two two, you going are going a problem. Gate. When you're sitting there and you're a group of friends and you're walking four across, so you can all talk to each other and feel like you're freaking, you know, the the Wizard of Oz quattro walking through the, the like just shut up um no you don't get to do that you are creating a, a bottleneck for yeah. other people this ain't who need the to yellow brick you.
1: road this no. is the airport this is the, the airport walkway <laughs> this is the
2: airport uh at most you are walking two two by two in a line um don't you dare add a third fourth fifth person to that to that line that's incredibly offensive and disrupting the whole ecosystem of the airport
0: can i I, I want to just give a quick aside here to something that I didn't appreciate until being back up in New York um, most not all most New Yorkers operate walking in traffic or walking on the yeah. sidewalk yeah. like you would traffic if you are a slower walker, they will walk to the right. right. Faster walkers walk to the left. I love it. you know what else they do they also on an escalator, if you're going to stand on the escalator, you stand on the, the right side yeah. mm-hmm. so people can walk up the left. Oh, my God. I love it. It's the best.
2: Yeah. St. Yes. High School graduates do really well traveling around New York City. You understand that there is a purpose to your walking behaviors. Um, it's a problem.
1: Every time mm-hmm. that I uh, walk through Cherokee Park with quarantine, uh, we you, know, you stay to the right. That's just like the rule. You are walking on – the right side of the road where this is America. That's how we chose to drive. That's how you, that's how you should walk. So anytime like we're walking on the right side and someone is walking towards us in the same lane as us, quarantine always wants to like jump over. And I'm like, no, 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 they're in the wrong. Hold your ground. They'll move. And, (laughs) And unless there is like actively a dog sniffing in the grass, they move and I will not move for them. And if it, it causes a situation, and I just want them to feel the pain of them being wrong.
2: So, if you run yeah. into them, it is they are at fault. And yes. so you can hold <laughs> your head high. Um, a,
1: another quick note, too I think once you get more than like four across, like if we're getting tickets to a game and there's a group of eight of us. I personally, if I'm buying the tickets, it's going to stack, stack those four and yeah, four anyway. Because yep. once yep. you get too far wide, you can't hear half the conversation anyway. So just yep. do two by two. Talk to your bestie. And when you get to your gate, you can sit the hell down and have a conversation with everybody and giggle and annoy Kevin in different ways. Yep,
2: yep, 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 yep. Hove.
1: Yes. Uh. Still on me. All right. So <laughs> I actually asked Quarantine uh, what her thoughts on this were. And her initial thoughts were like, Oh, well, like, you know, when you sit down, be courteous to people near you. And I was like, your solution to this is be nice. That's not a rule. That's just like a way of life. Just be nice. Yeah, that should always, that's like the umbrella thing is be nice. Um, But it did make me think that there is one group in particular that we especially need to be nice to. And I think that maybe people don't put them in like the same category. I think there's just like um, waitresses, waiters and waitresses don't be don't be dicks to waiters, don't be dicks to your nurses and people that are providing you medical care. There's yep. so many people that kind of fit into this category. In flight attendants civilized flight attendants are absolutely one of them. They are traveling a lot. they are probably pretty stressed. They are away from their families a lot, and they're just trying to get you your frickin' water and pretzels. They're just trying to say, hey, can you sit down? It's the rules of the plane. Hey, can you put your cell phone on airplane mode? Uh, it probably won't happen, but it's possible that you blow up the whole plane if you don't. Again, probably won't happen, but you know, just to be safe, why don't we do that? So just don't be a dick to the flight attendants.
0: What was the last time you flew? I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> those rules are changed. No, they, they actually are the same. Actually, and similarly, what's happening now, and this is very, I, I, I do it masks, feel for these it's, people. It's masks yeah. now,
1: and they're just and trying so, to do their jobs. And it's
0: like, yeah. I mean, every flight that I've been on recently, they've even said, they're like, look, we don't like having them on either, but like we've got to do it all right so
1: no, i i yeah it's just oh go ahead i, I yeah, put them i say? just i put them in a category like those people where it's just like they are probably so stressed and just being so nice to you when you don't deserve to be and like just whatever small things you can do to
0: make their life easier that's that's what i would recommend doing yeah and more times than not if you're like nice to them, they'll be really nice to you. I witnessed two different people get uh, uh, alcoholic drinks for free because they were simply nice and did what the flight attendant asked them to do. And then the also, flight attendant was like, I, "Hey, you want a beer?" Then, cool, great. I heard Go this,
1: ahead. and obviously, I don't fly enough to test it out. But I heard if you like tip them, like you would normally tip someone that brings you a drink, that they you're more likely to pay less money for future
0: drinks. Um. I'm going to say that's false, um, simply because, uh, at least right now in the current climate, uh, cash is not accepted on any airlines uh,
1: at all. Yeah, so, every, uh, so due due the tip, to the COVID tip line and... is being listed at all times, yeah.
0: There, well, uh, there's just no tip. It's just all card operated. Mm. So... Um, I figured they had... Good idea, good idea. This is totally unrelated. I saw this uh, thing online
1: that was like, anytime someone is... I'm checking out and someone is using an iPad to check me out, I realize I'm about to tip for something I've never had to tip for in my life. And that's... That's so true sometimes. And I thought you were about to describe ordering a drink on a plane as... A similar situation, but oh, no, either you don't way, even tip like your flight attend- Honestly, tip your flight attendants if you're ordering drinks from them too. Why the hell not? Who cares? They're doing the same thing a waiter does. You tip them. I tip a bartender for getting me a beer.
0: <laughs> yep, yeah, yeah. That's all, all. All true things. They're doing it things.
1: thousands of feet in the air. It's actually more skillful.
0: Y- yes, yes, you are. Yeah, totally correct. What's the next rule? Um, so this is tough because I've got two very important things. And I kind of, I wish I kind of knew what either of you guys were going to toss up. Um, if, if I'm going to go with this one and if, uh, if neither of you mentioned this, I'm going to just toss this into, cause it, it should be stated as well. Um, okay. So TSA has guidelines. Uh, I understand that people have a variety of, of things, uh, or v- variety of experiences of flying and not flying. Um, But Hofkamp, if I were to say to you, one who has flown less than six times or less than a dozen times in his life, what do you need to do when approaching the TSA security checkpoint?
1: Um, Well, yeah, I have only flown in a post 9-11 world, so uh, your shoes should be off. Um, I believe Nate Bargetsy has a a very fun joke where he got stuck behind a guy that didn't take his keys out of his pocket. (laughs) And it's like, yeah, I don't know. Take your freaking keys out. That's probably setting off the metal detector. So you know, empty your pockets. um, Be have your boarding pass and ID ready to go. Uh, That's actually mine. Is one of my rules is don't hold up the security line. It's just like they post all of this stuff, and you just you should know it. And if you don't know it, I don't know. While you're going through, be like, hey, what's the best? Just ask somebody. They will happily tell you. Oh no, you don't even need to to
0: ask. They literally list it off. (laughs) <laughs> yep. Thank you, and 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 yet still, lines uh, uh, go on and on and on for days. That's I mean, Which they, they list it
1: off, but if you choose to ignore or not, get laptop out of read, your bag. Just look yeah. and say, what what I have there this? Is like, it a laptop it in here? Yeah.
2: Do I need to take it out of my bag? Yeah, you do. You do because we told you that twelve times. Yeah,
0: that's why mm-hmm. I've actually you know i got like tsa pre-check for one of my jobs and i'm never turning back it's a pre-check it.
2: is something all humans should do i hope they don't because then it would make tsa pre-check not as awesome as it is but yes it's 80 dollars to get global entry um that's some, the real ticker. some dude some dude asks you some questions for five minutes exactly and you give him 80 dollars, and you have tsa pre-check for five years that's all it's all costs five minutes eighty dollars no lines for five years. Yep. It's amazing.
0: Yep. It's, it's great. It, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, don't hold up, hold up the security lines. Just listen to what they're telling you to do. They're just doing their job. That's, that's my last rule. Go ahead, Kevin.
1: This is just a glimpse behind the scenes, but I was writing out many of my rules and I ended them in exclamation marks. Just naturally. So apparently they were all very exclamatory statements, but Kevin, Keep us rolling with our eighth rule.
2: This isn't surprising. It's not the first time I've said it on the podcast, but if we're doing this one, it has to be said. Because um, I was on a plane ride recently, and um, I happened to be in the middle seat. and Ah, yes, this is important. Thank you. Um, the people I was with took the armrests, and I tried to... I tried to gently nudge their elbows in ways to show that um, these belong to me. Um, I am in the middle seat. I am the uncomfortable human male. And, like, manspreading is a thing, right? Men like to sit with their legs open and people like to say, you know, have some self-respect. Well, it's a real thing that we need to have our legs apart to be more comfortable, and um, you can't in the middle seat. You just can't. So you're going to be uncomfortable for one and a half to five hours. Um, You can help me be more comfortable by getting your damn elbows off the armrests that are for me. One of you gets a wall to lean your head on. One of you gets the aisle when there's not a cart in the middle of it to run your leg over. Um, So you can actually spread your legs if you need to. Uh, The middle person is in agony the entire time. The only solace they get or should be entitled to. I mean, I want them to add this into the... Here's how you do the seatbelt. Here's what happens with oxygen masks. If you're in the middle seat, you're you're entitled to both armrests. Be a (laughs) decent human being. And I was on a plane ride for hours with these people who didn't understand that. And it was excruciating to me um i i should not in this world in 2022 be forced to make myself feel and be smaller because of small-minded human beings and this this first world problem matters to me (laughs) i want the armrest if i'm in the middle seat
0: period it's good kevin that's good thank you thank you i've got to throw this quick aside On the middle seat. So I was flying south wild west. uh, A while back. uh, As that was like two weeks ago. And um, uh, by the time Kat and I were able to board. There were only middle seats left. So I uh, found myself in this middle seat. No big deal. Okay cool. Um, I'm in between this older elderly woman. Who is at the window. And this older elderly man. Who is on the aisle. Um, They were a couple. And upon approaching them. Um, I kind of looked and I was like, oh, um, can can I sit there? Thinking, because this is what I do when I am with Kat on a flight in Southwest and we're trying to keep that middle seat open. Okay, cool. I'll just slide over to towards Kat. She has the window. I'll take middle or something like that. You know, nope. The elderly gentleman gets up. I sit between them. Then they proceed to just converse as though I'm not there sitting in between them for the entire flight. It was... Horrible.
1: I would. I would have been like, "Just want oh, Let's switch. <laughs> either we're either switching or this conversation's over.
0: Because I'm it was not, not involved.
1: Or you know what? Here's what we're gonna talk about: Star Wars. I've got some <laughs> opinions.
2: <laughs> I actually that. don't okay. mind the middle seat if I'm traveling with two other people, exactly two other people that I know yeah um, sure it's great. We party. flew I flew with Joe, our friend Joe, and our friend Colin to a bachelor party for our friend Jamal um and we did a we did two one shot campaigns in d and d on the plane rides there and drank beer the whole time and I don't even remember who sat where, but it was awesome um It didn't really matter because the three of us were using that space together, but when party. you're next to strangers, the middle seat's the absolute worst, and it should be respected, and everyone
0: should know that yep. Okay, what's the last
1: rule? So um, I have now bolded all of the like six or eight rules that I initially had six to seven rules and, uh, but fortunately I do have a memory and I was looking up some rules, uh, just to see if, to make sure I wasn't missing anything glaring or make sure that I wasn't just you know I don't fly often so am I forgetting something that I feel very passionate about? But one rule that came to mind uh, that you know it makes sense and I'm going to put it here to close us out. It's very simple. Don't fart. <laughs> it it might stink and you're not in a you're in very close space with lots of people and it's it's just it's an elevator. You don't do it in an elevator. Don't do it on a plane. Hold it if you got to go. There's a bathroom.
0: I I will say uh, the masks do help with that. I have sure. not smelled anyone's farts the <laughs> this, last couple of Hopefully it's I'm because tired.
1: everyone's following this rule and they're just not farting and you know it's not but um, I saw that rule, I chuckled, and uh, I'm out of rules, and I fi- figured it was uh, worth a good chuckle rule here at the end that is also don't common courtesy. Fart. Don't fart I... on the airplane. Here are I eight. Need
2: to...
1: Okay, go ahead. I, I, just, just I was just going to mention. Don't yeah. fart is basically well, the bonus Jonas brother.
2: That <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Don't <laughs> fart. I mean, this is this is basically an Elizabeth honorable mention. Olsen.
2: don't yeah, fart.
0: In the sense of like a... <laughs> kind of back to kevin's point of of like uh, you know your seat selection preference kind of thing um if you're gonna select the window seat you better you best not be getting up more than once and once you're only allowed on a three-hour flight yep anything less than three hours you are not getting up because no. if you won't let me take the window because i know i can hold my bladder for three hours so you're gonna hold it
2: and recognize That's- if you if you are responsible for the window you are responsible for at, at I think at most six, sometimes at least four people's um, experience with light and glares during the travel. Um, if you open the window and you see light is shining through into somebody else's face, you need to notice that and shut the damn window. I don't care if you want to look out it. You're responsible for controlling the environment around you and what that environment does to other human beings. It's a lot of pressure. It's it's, pressure. it's significant. It's really offensive. The other thing I would, the other thing I would just say is <laughs> recently I was on a plane. I don't know if recently is true, but I was on Delta, a Delta flight, because Delta is the way to fly. And I was um, watching a movie because on Delta you see great new release movies uh, as a part of the package. Um, and the woman who was sitting in the chair in front of me, her ponytail was blocking the screen, my screen. Was falling over the armrest.
0: I would have taken some scissors and just snip, snip, snip. I was on like, that.
2: "Okay, like, first, uh, no, you, you would not have. <laughs> you and would not, not. just you can't because get scissors on an
0: airplane. not
1: just because you wouldn't have had scissors on an airplane. You would not have cut a stranger's hair while sitting behind them on an airplane. <laughs> I think you would
2: do what I did, which was for over an hour and a half. I chose to not say anything and instead use a pen." To hold their hair to the side so that I could watch the TV show, and until my arm got tired, and then moved and switched arms to hold the other, to hold it to the other side so I could watch the show. I want to say I'm a human being that would say, "Excuse me, ma'am, your hair is blocking my television screen. I'm trying to watch Venom Two for some reason." But it's an airplane movie. I, airplane movies are um, a thing. <laughs> I didn't say it. I just dealt with it. But the whole time, I was like, "I I don't have long hair, but I can't imagine being so unaware of how I'm affecting everyone else around me. Like, I would never do that. Mm. I would yeah. always be conscious of how I'm impacting the world around me. And maybe that's just because I, I'm I a mission, can't I'm imagine on a to not saying something. I'm
1: not going <laughs> to lie. Well, I, I know that you felt would. like a very like a very strong opportunity to very politely just say." I'm sorry, excuse me, ma'am. Um, I'm trying your ponytail's blocking the screen back here. Is it can is it possible for you to move it, be comfortable in a move different it's way? What, it's what other hair. what options I'm willing to work with you, you know, what options do we have here that I can watch this stupid movie while you aren't having your ponytail crushing your skull with whatever like, is it too tight? Do you need the freedom for the hair? You can't crunch it up. I don't know. What what are the options here? So
0: anyways. I didn't mean to derail from your last rule. The, the don't fart is the important thing. don't I fart's want the t- rule. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's
2: the bonus, Jonas. So, uh, I guess on this eight, podcast, it's the Elizabeth Olsen. Here eight <laughs> with the bonus Elizabeth Olsen. Um, <laughs> the bonus Olsen. <laughs> bonus um, Olsen. <laughs> when, the plane, when the plane lands, stay in your damn seat. Don't get up and crowd the aisle. Don't so, be an such idiot. Such a long rule. Uh, dry foods only on the plane. You can bring dry foods only. No wet foods um, or damp foods. Uh, Or opposite of dry foods. Circle the airport. (laughs) Circle the airport. Uh, If you're picking somebody up, circle until they're actually there and have called you and have said, I'm standing here. Where are you? That's when you go and pick them up. Um, Everybody else are bad people. Um, Do as you're told on your boarding pass, which means wait until it's your turn to board the plane, to get out of your seat, or to crowd the area where other people are trying to board. Um, Number five. When traveling through the airport in a group, you may uh, walk two by two at most. Um, be nice to the flight attendants. Uh, they're there, and they're here to help. Uh, so, um, Kevin, st- that rule is: don't be a dick to flight attendants. Don't be a dick to flight attendants uh, is number six. Be prepared to follow the rules um, when you're going through TSA. Follow the rules, know the rules, do the rules, and recognize that if you walk up there you'd know to already put your cell phone in your bag so that it can just go through the line without it, you're causing a problem. Um, Everyone hates you when you do this. Um, Number eight, middle seat gets both armrests. It's like the 11th commandment. So just (laughs) stop breaking it.
0: Thou shalt have both armrests when sitting in the middle seat.
2: And number nine, the uh, bonus Olsen, uh, don't fart. On the plane. <laughs> um, That's the epitome. I mean, you know what Elizabeth Olson's better
1: than don't fart. I don't think the bonus Jonas is better than the don't fart. <laughs> don't fart.
2: On the plane. Um I'm tired of these monkey fighting farts
0: on this Monday to Friday. <laughs> oh, I'm totally gonna bleep it out and make oh, it Monday to Friday <laughs> and monkey loving. <laughs> um <laughs>
2: That happened and my pen just broke and flew across the room. (laughs) I'm such a big fan
1: of like well worded, succinct title (laughs) the rules, especially for recap purposes. And Kevin, you did not in any way abbreviate any of those rules. I think we just re had like we had the whole conversation. I think some of them them went further. You said no out of spite. I yeah. did say that out of spite, but somehow you didn't expound on any of the Broadway tunes playlists, and you expounded on all of the rules. I don't know. Um, you know what? I, as host, don't have to close out. I designate. I delegate these things when I'm hosting. So, Kevin, close us out then. Oh, God. You asked for this.
2: I didn't. This is uh, I also didn't. out
1: of spite. This is out of spite. You've challenged me, and you're up.
2: Um... I didn't ask for any of this. I'm pretty sure this episode of the podcast is the Smoke Wagon Las Vegas Bourbon Straight Whiskey version of our podcast. Turns out that Flynn might be uh, smelly and awful, but he is the smelly, awful glue that holds us together in a funny, funny way. I hope you enjoyed hearing about musical theater in a very in-depth way. And then I was complaining about <laughs> air travel um, way too loud. This is basically
0: um, my, my, my chosen this podcast. Was, yeah, this, was, this, is this, this is what was, when you
2: let Pretty make the show sheet. This <laughs> was the Jacob Pretty podcast. Um, last night at 11 o'clock p.m., I sent this group what should be the podcast today. We didn't do those things. We did what Pretty wanted nope. to do. Um, and <laughs> this is what you got. You didn't ask for it. Um, have a drink adjacent to us that you pay for on your own and have a wonderful rest of your day i love you all i i prepped for four different segments i have this is
1: i have four different lists on my notes for this
2: one we are so ready for episodes <laughs> 55 and others
0: oh this is amazing i do have to say i once on a 10-hour flight over to europe sat in the window seat and held it the entire flight did not get up once so that's, you're welcome. That's called unhealthy
1: estimate. that's called unhealthy dehydration and you're doing your body zero favors.